You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of one million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about safety. In the cold light I live, to love and adore you, it's all that I am, it's all that I have. In the cold light I live, I only live for you, it's all that I am, it's all that I have. All right, here we are back another week and welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast where we talk all about how to create your own reality by first and foremost changing the thoughts that you think. So each week I pick a one word topic and I give you my two cents on the topic with the goal of help, of giving you actionable ideas you can execute on to begin to change how you think about your world and in turn move you towards the outcome you want in your life. And this is exactly how I changed my life two years ago. And if you're new to the show, I would, first I want to welcome you. And second off, I would highly encourage you if you haven't already to go back and listen to those first couple episodes where I really tell my story and about what all I went through when I changed my life. So, so this week's show, this topic is on safety. Okay. And so let me tell you what I mean by that. So this idea came to me after I saw a quote that actually stopped me in my tracks. And I looked and I looked at that again and I looked again. And then I actually put this quote, it's on a, on a post-it on my desk and I'm looking at it right now as I'm recording this, but here's the quote. It says, your body is meant to be the safest place for you to live. Your body is meant to be the safest place for you to live. I don't know about you, but my body has very rarely been the safest place for me to live, if I'm being honest. And most often it's been actually the least safest where, you know, with all the demands I place on it, the thoughts that I think, and the, just really the unrealistic expect, expectations I've set forth for myself, it really, you know, up until probably the past couple of years, it really was not a safe place for me to reside. And so that's what we're going to explore this week. And as always with anything I talk about, just take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Okay. So so as I was thinking about how I would, you know, how the show would unfold this week, I thought I'd approach this topic of safety, being safe in our own bodies from three different areas, from the, the, the physical body, our mind, and our spirit. Because as we know, those, those three things, they go together, right? That, that's part of being human. You really can't have one without the other in, in this world. And so I want to talk about some ways that we can make our own body a safe haven for us to return to. And in a place to be in that helps us feel, you know, more alive, right? Helps us actually feel better about being in our body and being in our own body. It not only means taking care of ourselves, but it really means, you know, it's, it's being present. And, and that's, I think, I feel like that term is so overused. It's like so generic, but it, it really is about just being in the moment. We talked about this on one of the other episodes, um, day tight containers, I called it. It was the episode called containers. We talked about, you know, we, we talked about shutting the door on the past and, and shutting the door on the future and, and, and the worry that comes with the, both of those and just staying in that day tight container, right? Staying where we are in the moment. And so, and, and I think when we do that, it, 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 it frees us up. It frees us to move through, through the world a little bit easier, a little bit lighter, um, you know, without these restrictions that we often put on ourselves. 
So that, that's what we're going to get into today. And so I want to go back to the quote. Again, this quote, and I'm going to say this a lot through the show, but it's the quote, it's your body is meant to be the safest place for you to live. And what that really means to me is that it, it's your body is this place, should be, right? Your body should be this place you're able to come home to and, and feel this sense of relief that you're there, right? I mean, it's that familiar place you return to that, you know, it, it just settles your soul and, and you feel like you can fully be yourself and there isn't going to be any judgment. And it's like returning to an old friend or a family member where you feel at peace. And, and I'm giving these examples because if you haven't felt this in your own body, this may be a foreign idea to think about. Cause it really took me a little bit to, to sit here and think about this and how I wanted to present this today. And, and, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because we spend the most time with ourselves, right? I mean, we spend the most time with ourselves. And if, if we are not creating a safe place for ourselves to be, then that's opening. It's just like all these other things are out of alignment, right? They just, it's, it just makes everything else that much harder. And, and, and like I said at the beginning, it, so often, and I'm, I'm definitely including myself in this. And, and again, that's why I want to talk about this because as I talk to you about this, my, intention is that it helps you, but it also helps me. It helps me work through this too, because I'm going through these things just as you are. And, and like I said, so our body is just often not a place of safety. It's where we belittle ourselves. We defeat ourselves really often before we even get started. And, and we push and we poke and we prod and we torment ourselves with these thoughts that just cause us these terrible feelings and just these terrible you know, just, we drag this around, right? Like I used to say this when I was going through my change two years ago before I changed my life. It was like, I was carrying this like cement cape around, right? It was like this heavy weight that was just always on me that I was dragging around. And, and I would just sit there and I would spin and spin and spin. And, and, you know, before I changed my, my really started working on myself and, and how I felt. I mean, I didn't know there was any other way to exist in a body than to feel like shit about yourself. Like I did not know that. Like I, I literally did not know. And maybe you feel the same, right? Maybe that's, maybe this is going to be news to you like it was to me. And so I, I, I hope you'll listen to this and, and understand where I'm coming from with this, that, um, really it's, it's understanding how we can just create a, create a safe place to come home to even though we're already there, right? So it seems like it might be a disconnect, but it, they really all go together. So, um, so like I said, so I didn't know there was any other way to exist in a body. I, th I just thought it was normal to think terribly of yourself and, and belittle yourself and, and really push myself towards perfection, right? Just constantly pushing and, and pushing and, and all this attainment and all these, you know, right, having all these ex expectations, but in the end, they were just never going to be enough, right? They just never were going to be enough. And, I mean, I feel like that's just such, you know, like what a burden that is to carry around all your life, right? I mean, I mean, think about it. How old are you now, right? Whatever age you are, as you listen to this, I mean, how many years have you carried around like the shitty thoughts or the shitty feelings and, and or done these shitty things towards yourself that just aren't that friendly? I mean, and I remember talking to one of my friends about this, like we were talking about weight one day and I'm like, is this just it? Is this, are we like, I'm 40 years old. Am I going to spend the next 40 years of my life always having some weight issue that I'm putting on myself or, or am I just going to let it go? I mean, is this how it's always going to go till I'm old and I die? Or am I going to course correct these thoughts so that I can approach myself and the way I carry myself and the way I think and the way I move in the world from a more kind, kinder and gentler perspective. And that's really what I'm going for today to, to talk you through how to approach your own self from a kinder and gentler perspective. 
And so I know for me, you know, I was just at a point where I couldn't take any more of the way I was treating myself. And that was one of the catalysts for my change when I started to really focus on myself and my life. But, but even today, two years, two years later, after all that, I still find myself going back to some of those old conditioned thoughts. And so this type of self-awareness, it's not just a one and done thing, right? It's not just, Oh, I got it. I move on. It's really a lifetime of course correcting. And to me, thinking of it from a course correction to approach yourself from a kinder and gentler perspective, that feels so much better than a a, a continued lifetime of beating ourselves up and feeling like we're never enough. So let's get into how we can start to create safety in our own bodies, where we can feel that place that we want to come home to within ourselves and where we know we'll be greeted with love and and, and using those three areas I talked about earlier, our physical body, our mind, and our spirit. And so I'll talk, I want to talk today about this perspective really from what you might be doing today that doesn't quite equate to safety in your body and then some changes you might be able to make to help create a safer space for you in the future. Okay, so let's start with our physical body, right? So if we think about being safe in our physical body, and again, I'm talking about how we feel about ourselves, like how we feel within our own selves. And so let's first talk about some ways that do not make us feel safe within our, within our own body. So here's some things that I thought of, and maybe you're doing these things. So see if any of these sound familiar. So maybe you do things like over-exercise or you never exercise, or you're always on the latest diet, or you're always binging or not eating enough, or maybe you're drinking too much, too many drugs, too many pills, not enough sleep, too much sleep, being alone all the time, never letting anybody in, hooking up with whoever comes along just so you're not alone, maybe never happy with how you look, or you're harming yourself, you're cutting yourself, you're doing other things that are physically harming your own body out of uh, reasons that you're, because you're not you're struggling in this area. Um, maybe you're always ranking yourself against everyone else, feeling like that this is a contest or that everyone's judging everybody and, and feeling like you never measure up. Or maybe you're always jealous or pissed off by those you think that look better than you. So you vow to work harder, work out more, eat less, like push, 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 right? Or maybe you always have this stress like with work or family situations or relationships or your friends or or maybe just in general, you're you're always giving, you're always pushing. There's always, you're just, it's just never good enough for you, your own self, the things that you do, but you're, you're really never getting anything back in return out of that. And so if we, we think about those as, as ways we, that we do not feel safe in our body, right? Because none of those things really feel good. Those things put us at odds with our body as if it's our enemy. And then we act accordingly to the enemy. But really, if we think about it, I mean, our body is not our enemy. We, we wouldn't even want that, right? Like we don't want that. And so what if we switch gears here? What if we switched this and if our body became our friend and we treated it better and we did things differently? So here's some things I thought of about what that might look like. So what if we tried an experiment where we made it our goal to get more sleep during the week? And I use this one as an example because I got a Fitbit to track my sleep. And this is, I, I was really surprised by this. For one, I was surprised at when I lay down. And when I woke up, like how much I actually was not sleeping. Like if I thought I laid down at 10 and, you know, got up at six, I got eight hours of sleep when sometimes it was only like six and a half hours. Right. I was really surprised to see that about myself. And so I started to make some adjustments there. And I noticed that when I made it a priority to get more sleep, I felt so much better. And there was this domino effect of other improvements in my life. Right. Like when I was so tired, I was eating more because I was trying to keep myself awake or I was, you know, drinking too many Mountain Dews in a day because I was, 
you know, tired and trying to wake myself up. So, so what if we just tried an experiment where we made it our goal for a couple of weeks to just get more sleep and, and see how, how much better we felt about ourselves. Or what if instead of exercising as punishment, we chose exercises that we enjoyed, right? Whatever that is for you and did it because it felt good. Not because it was the thing we needed to do, or we're doing this to like punish our body. But what if we actually liked doing it and we liked moving our body in that way? How do you think your life might change? How do you think you might feel about your body if you, if you, instead of punishing it, you actually, you, you did it from a place of, re, of, because it felt, it felt good. And, and this goes even to what if we, instead of counting the number of times a week we exercise, right? Like I must go seven days a week. What if we did it when we felt good and wanted to do it? And again, not as a punishment. And what if we stopped the drinking or the drugs or the pills or whatever it is and gave our body some love, right? Some, some real love in the form of drinking more water or eating food that made us feel good. And I don't know what those are for you. I'm not here to tell you any of that. That's, that's, that's for you to decide. But what if we didn't use these methods to punish ourselves, but we did things for ourselves as an act of love? How might our relationship with our body change if we did these things? And I think, like I said, I, I, if you made just one change in any of these things that we talked about, I think you might be surprised at how much, uh, how, how the, it affects other areas in positive ways. And so I, so, so when you think about coming home, right to the safety of your own body, a, a really good question to ask is, does this, whatever this is, make me feel good. And if it doesn't, don't do it. But if it does keep doing it and start to see how your body, your relationship with your body changes over time. Okay. So that's the physical body part. So we think about creating safety in our, in our physical body. Those are some of the things I came up with. Obviously there's much more, but, um, those, those are top of mind for me today. Okay. So let's talk about the mind part. So we've talked about physical body, then our mind and our spirit. So let's talk about the mind part. So and again, as it, as it relates to creating safety in our own body. So, so we do talk about this a lot on the show about our thoughts and, um, it, because obviously they, they play a big role in this and, and that's our, our thoughts create our actions and what we do. But I want to go a little bit further today and talk about those actions that the thoughts lead us to, right? So we have a thought about something and then it leads us to an action. So I want to talk about the actions today and, and the way we use our logical mind to, to take action that we think is going to make feel, make us feel better, but often it really doesn't. And in turn, it creates an unsafe place for us to come home to. Okay. So here's a couple of things I thought of overspending, right? Maybe you think buying whatever it is is going to make you feel better. But after you've bought the thing, you feel really guilty about spending it, about spending the money, or you didn't even have the money to begin with. And, and now you're deeper in debt, which causes you major stress. And this causes this, like this disconnect and this disconnection from yourself, right? Because you're pissed at yourself for doing it yet. You wanted to do it. And so there's this, this, this divide between ourselves or running from relationship to relationship because you don't want to be alone or you fear being alone, or you just don't know how to be alone or you're waiting for someone to complete you, right? As they say, which I hate that. I hate that phrase so much, but as a, as a result, you end up doing things you regret later, right? You feel unfulfilled or, or you wonder like what is missing and why you feel hollow and unhappy, right? So those are some of the things we do. We think, we think if we do this, it's going to make us feel better, but when we get into it, it doesn't, it doesn't make us feel better. Or maybe never dating anyone for fear of getting hurt. I mean, I was a queen of that for so many years and, you know, having walls up so high, no one would ever be able to climb over them, you know, in this lifetime, but it's really just a protection mechanism and, and, and maybe it's all, you know, and, um, 
so I think that's another thing that we do. We think, we think in our logical mind that this will, you know, this will be better for us, but in the end it ends up harming us. Another one I thought of was control, right? Feeling the need to control everything. So we're always in this mode of just anxiety and fear and, and frustration because we're trying to control it all. But in reality, we can't control any of it, right? We can only control ourselves and it, or maybe never wanting to feel anything. So you numb yourself out. Like we talked about in the, in the physical body part with the drinking drugs, whatever. And I, I, so it's like, it's all these things we do because we think they'll make us feel better, but in turn, they push us farther away from ourselves, our true selves. And these types of actions don't make us feel, feel, feel safe. They don't make us have a safe place to come home to. And so what if we, again, shifted that? What if we actually did the things that made us feel better? What if we started to pay attention to when we felt better and started doing more of that? And really all that's required here is some self-awareness of what makes you feel good. And then if, you know, paying attention to that or writing them down or, or some way understanding within your own self, what makes you feel good and do more of that. And if it doesn't feel good to go shopping and overspend, then notice that and, and decide, decide you're going to do something different. And if it doesn't feel good to run from relationship to relationship, then take a step back, decide and spend some time on yourself and do something different, right? Or again, if you love to control yourself like me, but you're really sick of how that makes you feel, right? Because it doesn't feel that good. Why not try loosening your grip a little and just trusting that it'll all work out and see how that feels for a while. So to me, this one, if you think about the, the mind part of this, it's really just about eliminating those self-destructive patterns that we act on, which are caused by our thoughts. So we start to move from a place of purpose, right? Of, of, of having the self-awareness to understand what feels good to you and move from that place rather than just reacting out of the sake of reacting. Like I think, um, is, is often what, what we do. And I'm, and I'm including myself in this too, for sure. Okay. So the last part is the spirit part. So the spirit to me, this part, if, if we think about creating safety, it's that part of believing in a higher power and, and whatever that is for you. And I'm just going to refer to it as the universe today for the purpose of this call. And we can get really deep into this area, right? And this isn't any sort of lecture from me or suggestion of where you should or shouldn't entertain this area of your life. Um, but I know there are many of us who grew up re with religion practically beaten into us. But for me, this was always, uh, you know, growing up, it was an obligation. It was a routine. It was something you did to show everyone you were a, you know, a redeemable human. And it was all for shell, right? There was nothing. I didn't get anything out of it growing up. All I got was uh, a lot of fear, a lot of, um, it definitely wasn't safe. It was actually the opposite for me. It was fear, anxiety, and, and you know, all of this other stuff. But as I got older and started to explore other paths, um, I came, I came to realize, at least for me, that, that my connection to my higher power, the universe, it, it's, it's really that, like nothing like what I grew up with. It's like just what I've done on my own to explore that. It's like, I now have this deep, deep sense of trust that I'm always protected, that the universe is not out to get me. I'm not being punished for things I did or didn't do. And, you know, obviously again, this topic is just way too big to cover every single part of it. So, so really what my suggestion is here is to find a comfortable connection to your higher power, whatever that is for you and whatever makes you feel safe. If you grew up feeling unsafe, like I did, or you currently do not feel safe, all I'm suggesting here is pay attention to that and explore it. Because just because you've always done it a certain way or your family or your friends have always done it a certain way, it doesn't mean you have to continue it. And all I'm doing is offering up a suggestion here to take an option to explore that.
So I truly believe, like I'm sure many of you do, that our physical body, mind, and spirit are, are really all connected as it relates to creating this feeling of safety in your own body. And you really can't have one without the other, right? You can't have a body without a mind and still be living. And so there's just so much of an interconnection here. And and so as you move forward this week and think about safety and what it really means to you in your own body, my suggestion is to look at all three areas and see if there's any room for improvement for you. Maybe there isn't, but if there is, if, if you find even a five or, or maybe even a 10% improvement to, to feel more safe in your body, I really think you're going to be surprised at what this does for you and how you live and just, just the domino effect it has on you. In, in the things that you might be surprised that change. I know when I started to make some of these changes, that's how it was for me. And so, um, I, I think it, it just really doesn't take a lot to see big changes in your life. All right. So I'm coming up on time here, so I'm going to wrap up. And so to recap the show on, we talked about ways to create safety, about feeling safe in your own body. After the quote I heard this week, which, which was your body is meant to be the safest place for you to live. And I know at least for me, my body has most often not been the safest place for me to live. And it's been the opposite and, and really more like a hostile living environment. I mean, and so we talked on this episode, ways to start to look at that, at changing that by looking at your body, mind, and spirit, because they are all so in, interconnected and you really can't have one without the other. But what I really think this episode also does is it introduces the topic of learning how to become friends with yourself, right? I mean, really learning how to, to befriend yourself and, and create this space within your mind, which in turn affects your body, which in turn, you know, has affects your spirit and how you look at the world. It, it really creates this, this space to, to sort through a lot of those self-destructive habits, which we all have, including me, and just move into more friendly territory with ourselves. So I think you might be surprised at just how small little changes in your life, like I said, or in the example I gave about getting more sleep, it really does have a domino effect on other areas of your life. And you'll begin to require a less a less hostile territory to come home to, right? Like, like you're going to, you're going to start to make these changes and, and you're, it's going to be a requirement of yourself. You're going to start to see these changes where you, you just can't you just can't do that anymore, right? Like something has to change. And so, so that's really what I was getting out on this week's show is just creating that safe place for you to come home to where you feel in your own body that you are your home, right? It's safe. It's not, it's not this place where you've been in the world and, and gotten, you know, punched and kicked around and, not necessarily literally, but just, you know, by the way, with stress and with just everything that goes on in your life, but really you're play, you're, you're coming home to yourself, um, as a way to, as a place that, um, that feels good for you. Cause I think often our, our being home with ourselves, it, it just doesn't feel good for most of us. And so, so that's really what I wanted to get at today was just making that safe place for you to come home to. So I'm going to talk about songs that I chose for this week. So, um, the, and, oh, and last week I went to see Hozier at the Grand Ole Opry. I told you on the last episode, and that was such a good show, such a good show. I really like him. Um, he had a really big band on the stage, and he did the, his songs, just different versions of the song. And uh, I, and what I mean by that is maybe like slower or more acoustic or whatever. And so that was really cool. I really liked that. So, okay, so songs. Intro song this week I chose was There Will Be Time by Mumford and & Sons and Baba Mall. And, okay, I want to read this to you. And this is going to sound really cheesy, but I've, I've started to think about 
some songs this way in my own life. And, um, this goes along with what we were talking about with creating a safe space in our, within our bodies. And so the lyrics go in the cold light, I live to love and adore you. It's all that I am. It's all that I have in the cold light. I live only for you in the cold light. I live. I only live for you. It's all that I am. It's all that I have. So open my eyes to a new light. I wander around your darkened land all night, but I lift up my eyes to a new high and indeed there would be time. And so in the cold light, I live to love and adore you. I wonder what we, you know, often these songs, you know, they're singing about somebody else, right? Their lover, whatever. But what if we started to think about those things about ourselves? Like, like what if we started to live to love and adore ourselves, right? How might that might change? How might, how might our life might change? How might we change if we started to do that? And so so I, and again, I know this sounds dorky, but really, it really does help shift the perspective and because I've started doing this. And so that's why I wanted to play this song this week. Cause I liked, I liked the song first off, but I, it, it just was a different way to look at it instead of putting it out on somebody else. What if we brought it in and brought it home to our own selves? And so the, okay, the outro song moderation by Florence and the machine. Okay. So the first line of this, like the first beat, want me to love you in moderation. Do I look moderate to you? Do I look moderate to you? That's like one of the best questions to ever ask. And when I first heard this song, I actually laughed. I'm like, do I look moderate to you? Like, I feel like that's a question I would like say to people. Like, do I look moderate to you? No, absolutely not. So I don't know. I love the song. I love Florence in the Machine. And I really like that question. Do I look moderate to you? All right. So that's it for this week on our topic of safety. I would really love to know your thoughts. Really, I would. Does this make sense? Did I convey this, you know, in a way that, that you found benefit? Um, I would love all or any feedback you have. So, uh, or if you have any questions, happy to answer them on the next episode too. So you can email me sloanfremont at gmail.com. My website is sloanfremont.com and I'm also on Instagram at sloanfremont. And if you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review it in iTunes so more people can find us. Abracadabra, now go forth and create what you speak. Want me to love you in moderation. Do I look moderate to you? Sip it slowly and pay attention I just have to see it through You got me